Be'ezus Hashem will be starting a new series of shiurim on Shalom Bayis. It'll be approximately 10 minutes per shiur, um, hopefully starting next week. Um, but for now, for here, I want to give some general klolim about what the shiurim are and why um, I made the decision to give these shiurim. Firstly, uh, it's very important to know that these shiurim on Shalom Bayis are negeya. Everyone should listen to them, both men and women, and whether married or not married. If you're married, obviously, it's negeya lamaisa now, but even for those that are single now and plan on getting married, Bezaz Hashem, it's important to hear. And if anyone out there is divorced or widowed and plans on remarrying, it's Kedai to listen to these shiurim as well. And even for those, for whatever reason, they know they will not get married, whatever the reasons may be, it is still worthwhile to listen to these shiurim. Firstly, because a lot of the topics here, Beinodom Le'ishtai, involve Midais, Tikkunah Midais, which apply a lot to Beinodom Le'chaveirai as well. So, of course, there are obviously... Um, subjects directly related to marriage that may not be negeya to somebody that knows that they will not be in the parsha, but for th- even them, there's a tikkun amidas aspect on many many of these shiurim be'ezes Hashem that they will gain a lot from. That's number one, and number two is that you by listening to these shiurim, you perhaps will be able to help somebody else with their shalom bias, and that's a schus for you. And it's a tremendous schus because you're building lives, you're saving children, you're saving couples, and you never know everybody there, everyone out there. It doesn't make a difference if you're, you're an expert, you're not an expert. As long as you have a ratzen and you have some proper yesaydais, and ask the proper people at times of how to handle something. You you never know. You'll be able to help somebody. And that's why it's Kedai for everyone to listen to these shiurim. Another aspect I want to mention here that's very important is that you will see that nothing that I will say here is to replace or to be instead of having a rav, or a mentor that a couple has that they could talk to in their real lives. That is a very important aside. If if possible, it's best if the couple knows a person that is um, knows their halacha and hashkafa, and they know them well, and they're able to advise them as they go along in their real life, that is ideal. They should still listen to these shiurim because there are aspects that you may not ask them or ideas that come come during through the shiurim that will be helpful, but that does not replace the need for every couple to try to find the right person to talk to and to advise them in their real life. I just wanted to make that clear. This is not meant to replace that, Khalila. But, unfortunately, many, many, I don't know what the percentage is, could be a majority even, do not have that schos. Either they do not have a rav, 
or even if they have a rav, the rav may they may feel do not understand them pertaining to their shalom bias issues or their modern life, what they're struggling with right now. Others may have somebody that could talk about certain things and not others. And many are left in the dark because they have no one to talk to. And that is another reason why I decided to give the shiurim. But before I start, that's why I'm making this agdama here, because very often in a 10-minute shir, I'll be talking about a certain topic and I won't be able to explain the contexts of, of everything. And that is why I am giving this Hagdama here. So that, and I'll always refer in future Shiurim to listen to this Hagdama. Because it's extremely important to understand the, what we are talking about here. And the first Yisoyed that you need to know as you listen to the Shiurim are is that even among Orthodox Jewry, I'm not talking about conservatives, I'm not talking about reform, I'm not talking about any twisted ashkaf of any sort from, you know, not healthy sources. Even within the B'nai Taira, in the Frum community, you have halacha and hashkafa differences that are sometimes opposite extremes, like 180 degrees, completely opposite. For example, on certain aspects of halacha, of whether something is allowed or not allowed, you ask certain people, they'll say it's completely usr, isr gomer. Others will say it's completely mutter. Others will say it is, um, you know, not usr, but very, very, um, you know, not recommended. Others will say that it is recommended and it's a good thing. You will have, and it confuses a lot of people, because you'll have on some very specific things where there is such a diverse opinion, both in Alocha and in Ashkafa, from Taira, because I am Panam La Taira, that it is very difficult to come to a consensus. And in these Shiurim, what I will try to do is explain all types of those angles and Ashkafas, the pluses, proses, and the cons and doing my best to just explain what they are, and then using your own shikaladas or know your environment to know yourselves in order to know how to handle each situation as it comes up. That applies sai with halacha and sai with hashkafa benegeya marriage. Halacha, I want to make it very clear, I am not a rav, I am not a paisik. If there is something where it's questionable whether you feel something's us or a mutter, as we discuss different things, you should ask your own personal rav. I cannot take the achrayis. I could just mention all the shittas, but I will never be able to take the achrayis of saying, oh, you heard this on a shear, and therefore I could do it. But the reason why I am putting it out there is because you need to know that it exists. In many cases, it could actually save marriages by knowing certain types of heterim on certain different things and certain different hashkafas on certain different things. And this applies also, by the way, there's a lot of culturally differences in, in amongst Orthodox Jewry in general, that besides the hashkafa and halacha, which obviously are different, there is a cultural acceptability of certain things that you that are really not based per se on Torah concepts one way or the other, but it's the way that you're brought up in that culture. So, for example, in various different, depending where you live, 
the concept of what the wife needs to do for the husband and vice versa could vary tremendously between various communities, where one community this, this thing is acceptable, while another community is different. And it's going to be almost impossible to come to a consensus. So therefore, it's also important, as you listen to the shiurim, is that when I'm talking in a certain concept, con, uh, a, a concept in a certain context in a particular shear that may not align with what you experience in your real life, have patience. Down the road, as we go along, you will see the other side of it as well, because we're going to cover all various aspects of this. Another important aside that you all need to remember. I will sometimes mention about um, things that could happen in marriage and how to avoid getting into a situation where Halila there is a divorce. I wanted this to make this very, very clear here because I won't repeat it that much in the, in the shiurim. But if anyone who is listening, who, who went through a divorce, they need to know that when I talk about divorce, it is not on a personal level. I know and I'm fully aware, and I have within my own mishpacha, people that are divorced. And I also know that two parties, husband and wife, they both could be unbelievable, beautiful, wonderful people, and the marriage just didn't work out. And, and it's us to judge people for that. At the same time, though, that we all know, and it's just common sense, that some behaviors are detrimental to marriage that could lead to divorce. So it's a very important that any divorced person, man or woman, who hears anything I say in the context of the shiurim, of how I explain how certain behaviors are poisonous to a marriage and could lead to divorce, I don't in any way imply, not implicitly, not explicitly, that I'm referring to any specific individual or you who are divorced who are listening to this and I'm saying that you means, means that you have this flaw. Chas v'shalom. But there's no other way to express these things other than to say it out clearly when a behavior is detrimental. But it doesn't necessarily cholila mean you. There is no judgment over here. We're not judging any individual. We're going talking specifically on behaviors. Another point I want to bring up, which is also very important, is that how to handle information that people get from secular books or secular knowledge. Now, it's a sakana, and because many, many secular books on marriage have really terrible advice, opposite advice of what really should be. So a person has to be extremely careful when they are dealing with those type of things and to make sure that they know what to accept and what not. And uh, for some who want to take go away completely from that and not read any secular book on marriage, kalakavod. However, I will say that there are a few, and it has to be you have to be careful with it. A few secular books that actually have great ideas that are compatible to Torah. For example, and I'm not going to get into it now, but for example, there's a book written by somebody about a certain thing called Five Love Languages. It's an excellent book, and all five are based on Tyra. I did my research, and all of them are Tyra concepts. But again, we have to be careful. And I will be very clear as I go through the Shiorim to explain where I get it. If it comes from an outside source that's not Tyra, 
I will say it specifically that it's coming from there and explain why I believe that it's compatible. Now, I will also be taking from various sources. For example, there's a book on marriage that uh, Rabbi Zelik Pliskin wrote, that Manus Friedman wrote on Sneas. There is a, um, a book called Beloved Companion by Yisrael Pesach Feinhandler, has beautiful things in it. And um, various contrasim. So I'll be going through many, many of these subjects. And the purpose, again, like I said, is because I really, really see it, unfortunately, that many do not have who to talk to, or many are maybe embarrassed to talk about certain issues, or some simply don't have the tools. And another thing you need to know, all of you, I am married, and it's a work in progress. Everything I say here is not coming from talking on a pedestal down, but I am part of you and with you because I am learning as I go along. I make my mistakes. I go through life like all of you do. Different challenges than you, some of them. Some I may relate to. Some I may not be able to, to relate to. But I'm just a regular guy. And therefore, in that sense, that gives credibility. Because I am not talking as a, um, you know, somebody on a high horse that knows all the answers. Because I don't know all the answers. Nevertheless, I felt it was very important to bring up this topic and to go through it, all angles of it, emotional, physical, spiritual, of the dynamic between a husband and a wife, because I feel that that is a key here. It's something that we are suffering from in this um, day and age, which is a terrible thing. And may Hashem save us from all tsar that comes from um, marriages that are falling apart, which is a really, really tragic thing to see. And we have to reverse that trend. And um, unfortunately, we see a lot where people are married um, unhappily and they just wait because of Shaduchim for the kids to get out of the house. And then at the first opportunity, they get divorced. We'll talk about how that could be avoided, why that happens and how that could be avoided. We'll talk about many, many topics. And in the beginning, you can email Aaron if there's any specific um, topics that you want to address, although basically it'll take a lot of time to get there, but we'll go through almost every single topic and every single subject about this. And again, like I said, for those that are not married or never plan on getting married, there's still many, many of these shiurim that are benodim yonim on communication, on how to deal with people with respect, because very what's a key element in many marriages is to realize that a lot of it is pretty simple. And that a lot of, 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 of it could be enhanced very quickly by simple understanding and practicing certain things on the Bein Adam level that will help in many situations. So therefore, I um, decided to do this, and we will talk more, Be'ezaz Hashem. But it's important to listen to this here and there as you go through the shiurim, to understand the context of when I say something. Um, like I mentioned, the importance of that. Anyway, we will talk, Be'ezaz Hashem. Hatzlacha